We can practically count the number of cities in the Midwest on two hands, but are unsure when the rural towns start and stop. And with the tradition of slow-paced living, this region of the U.S. is often behind months, if not years, on trends. Whether it's the clothes we wear, the food we eat, the way we date, or how we spend our free time, we're here to dive into it all. Welcome to Hopefully, the podcast where three lifelong best friends sit down and catch up on each other's lives while also dishing on the latest trends in fashion, beauty, skincare, lifestyle, fitness, food, my favorite, travel, and more. We'll share our biggest dreams and darkest secrets, how we've overcome our fears and found confidence, our tips and tricks and trials and errors, and real life relatable stories. We want to help you feel confident in your own skin. To inspire you. We want you to lead a happier, healthier, easier, and more confident life. And hopefully, you do too. Get it? Straight to the point. A little sassy, but always real. Welcome to Hopefully. Welcome to Hopefully. Welcome to Hopefully. All right. Season two. Let's go. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Back with my best friends. We haven't had the chance to sit down and chat for a little bit like this I mean we've chatted we've been with each other we've been planning for season two but to actually sit down and record we haven't had the chance to do this in a long time so it feels good to sit here and I was prepping going over our outline before we jumped on this call and I was just like getting so excited because there's so many people listening and tuning in and it's just like so surreal that this was just we just like started this this year. Now it's a thing. It's like a real thing. It is a full thing. <laughs> we have so much exciting stuff coming this season that you guys like. And our grid is done. It's done. Today was the day we posted it. So you guys will hear this on May 4th. But today is Wednesday, April 28th. So we finished the grid and it looks so good. And we're so excited. Yeah. And I feel like what better way to start off season two than with new trends of the year? Heck yeah. Ash had a good idea. Do you want to tell everybody what your idea was? Yes. So we're going to go through the trends that we know are currently a thing. And we're just going to rapid fire if we like it or not. And everyone can laugh. I already know Kayla's probably going to hate on everything. Brianna's going to love everything, and Kayla's going to hate everything. (laughs) That's my guess. Yep. (laughs) I don't know. There are a couple in here that I think I am, like, a hard no on, but it's because of, like, personal reasons. It's not because I don't like the trend. It's just, like, for me, it's a no. But Kayla is going to be like, no, no, no. (laughs) No. Listen, it's hard to follow trends when you're such a trendsetter, okay? Okay. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you. So the first trend that we're talking about is, okay, I'm going to say it, and then Ash, you have to say yes or no, and then Kayla, right after, you have to say yes or no, okay? Okay. Low-rise jeans versus high-rise jeans. High-rise. High-rise. Me too. High-rise jeans. <laughs> I will never go back to low-rise jeans. All right, but let's get into how high. Yeah, because some jeans, like, go up to, like, under your boob, and that's not for me either. I disagree. I like it right at my belly button. Yeah, you're probably, like, a 10 and a half, or I'm a 12. Kayla, I think you're a 12, too. Yeah, I was just going to say, I like it at my belly button, and if it could go higher, that would be great. Huh, interesting. Because there's those jeans that, like, 
even have the outline of your bra so they could literally go up to your boobs. And I, if I was taller, I would be all for that. Yeah, I think that's so cute too. But I also just, I think that it's like a flattering thing for people. I prefer to wear high rise for that reason, where I think that some body types actually don't look as good in the super high. So like a lot of the jeans I have are like a 12 inch rise, right? Most of my friends won't wear a 12 inch rise. They're like, let's stick to a 10 ish, 10.5 where like 11 is probably the perfect. I feel like Brianna, I, you have like 11 inch rises, which are perfect, but it does not look good on everyone. I will say that. Agreed. Yeah. I prefer high rise jeans, not like as high as my bra, like Kayla. I like to have a little bit of skin showing if I'm wearing a crop top, but it elongates my short legs. When I wear high rise jeans, I look taller. Like there is a post on my Instagram from my birthday trip where I'm in high rise flared jeans and I look, my legs look so long and I'm like, so I, and it just like also kind of like makes you feel tucked in kind of like a corset I guess Mm -hmm. but I was doing some research around this trend and you know it's been creeping back onto the scene since literally like I mean Ashley you brought it up to us like three or four years ago you're like you guys it's coming back (laughs) buckle up but I read this interesting article from this year that says it has a lot to do with Gen Z because they tend to be more body positive and they don't see it as something that's exclusive to like only certain body types. So I think for us, it's like we feel secure, flattered when we have that high rise. Mm-hmm. And then the generation younger than us just is like, we don't care, yeah. what, whatever. Well, and it's funny because these Gen Z people who are also wearing the super low rise again, I'm like, I think that their look is almost like not classy. Like, yeah, there's something going on there. I'm just like, what is happening in the fashion industry with this Generation Z? Um, I don't know. It's, I just, I can't, I can't get, I can't get on board. It takes me back to like high school when we all wore low rise with like, the miss me buckle jeans and it's no diss whatsoever to the miss me's at all right now. But all I wore were low rise jeans and like a t-shirt and flip flops and probably socks with those flip flops. It was disturbing. You want to know what I'm like mortified about is the jeans with the rips all the way up from the bottom to the top that I once wore. And I'm seeing like the big YouTubers wearing them and I'm I'm shaking my head. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. I'm just like in this really weird in between simply because I love the street style fashion where it's like baggy jeans, baggy t-shirt, but like to an extent, like the girls that I follow or women that I follow that wear that style well, it's like the jeans aren't falling off their waist. They're tailored to some degree to fit their head. And then they're wearing like their hair is like sleeked back in a cute bun and their makeup's done. It's like, it's not just like messy, 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 like some of this stuff that you see, Mm -hmm. but it's just like not classy. A lot of it's just like messy. Are we old? No. (laughs) We are aging ourselves. (laughs) I am still very young. 
Let's have a lot of life to live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, ne- let's do this next trend then, okay? Does someone else want to ask? I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. All right, Ash. Shoulder padded tops or no? Yes. Yes. Yes, as of recently. Whoa. Ooh. I bought a top last year. I probably sent you guys a picture and it had padded shoulders and I hated it because I feel like I'm pretty broad up here. So I feel like it just made me, it just kind of accentuated that and I hated it. But I just bought two shoulder padded tops that are kind of the uh, bigger scoops. Where'd you get them from? Probably either Revolve or Misguided. Probably one of those two. I don't remember. (laughs) But anyways, I tried them on and I love it tucked in like tucked into a high-waisted pant or short I love it yeah I agree my favorite t-shirt of all time is from the Frankie shop and it's just that like white tee it's a white little crew neck tee with the pads and it's same situation with the little scoop sleeve yep so cute but I will say I got made fun of by a few people because I you know, I jump on trends really fast sometimes. And yeah, it was one of my friends. She was like, you look like a football player. I said, hey, you just wait. You're going to have one of these next. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> you just wait. Yeah, you wore that. And there's a photo of you wearing it like a year and a half ago. I'm like on the hunt for a dress. I have so many weddings this year. And I have a I've gotten a handful of new dresses that, you know, I'm going to wear, but I'm still like on the hunt for think like Kim K moment, long sleeve, shoulder pads, but then it's like a fitted mini skirt dress. Yeah. I think that that fit is so cute. And I, I didn't like it when it first came out. I will say that. But like Daniel Bernstein wears dresses like that. And they're just like so freaking cute. I don't know what it is about the broad shoulder with like the slim waist, but mm, chef's guess. Okay. I'm going to send this photo to both of you right now because I just bought this dress. And I feel like this is somewhat, besides the long sleeve, what you're describing. So cute, Kayla. We'll post on Instagram and Facebook. For this episode, we'll share the dress that Kayla sends to me, Ashley. It's adorable. That's a really good idea. I actually bought it because I might wear it when we go wedding dress shopping. That's why I bought it. Because I was like, this is such a cute dress. Can we also just talk about Kayla and I's dress conversation? Wedding dress conversation. Yeah. Kayla texted me and asked me where she should go wedding dress shopping in Chicago. And of course, my bougie ass gives her a list of places I know. And then I was like, oh, or you could just go to Vera Wang. And then she jokingly sends it to Cindy. And Cindy goes, did you like your dresses, their dresses this year? Then yes. And adds it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> go, Ash. So we're going to Vera, baby. <laughs> yeah, no. There's way, way out of our price range, but it was hysterical because I replied to Ashley and I was like, yeah, right. (laughs) Like, no way. Yeah, but hey, you should at least go and just take a look. I mean, it could be fun. But the thing is, like, it could be, it would be fun regardless, but there's so many regulations still put in place around, like, shopping, especially since everyone's going there to try on gowns that 
I know you had to make appointments regardless, but now the appointments are just like, there's so many stipulations to it and how long you can be there, how many dresses you can try Mm -hmm. on. It's crazy. I know. It's like you have to wear your mask the whole time, which I understand, but it's just like, I don't know. It just wasn't a normal experience. Well, and then if you want to take more than two people, then or one place was three. Um, but if you wanted to take more, like if you wanted a party of four to six, then you had to rent it out on Sunday or a day they were closed. And it was like $650. And that doesn't go towards your dress. And it's just like, no, not happening. So that was that was fun. That was a very funny conversation, too. I died. It was fun. But yes, back to the shoulder pads. We're all about it. All about it. Love them. Love them. Ash, do you want to read the next trend? Okay. Monochromatic outfits. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. Okay. Me too. I love it. I love a good solid color scheme. Me too. And I, I wrote that like, I think, I mean, for sure, Ashley and I have been wearing black on black for years. Kayla... Sometimes. I feel like sometimes you judge me for wearing black on black, though. Yeah, but I've seen Kayla wear a lot of, like, creams and browns on each other. I do, yes. But back to the judgment of wearing black on black, that is because I will be sent options of clothes, and they're all cute, but she literally wore black the five days before this day. So I say, change it up, and she, in (laughs) fact, does not change it up. Well, now I've built a career out of that, so... But I do think, like, even I have expanded when it comes to monochromatic outfits, like, wearing, like, different topes and tans together and lots of neutrals. But I love, I love, like, the sweat sets that can, you can kind of intermix. And then also, I want to find, like, a really good, like, a tan brown pair of almost, like, dress pants, but, like, not dress pants to wear with like a cream top this summer. I found a couple that I like, but then I'm like, meh, not really worth it. Like a more like wide leg, like trouser. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think outfits like that are so, so cute and just like very chic. Well, that's the thing. It's like in monochromatic, I feel like you can look so classy, you know? And it's easy to dress them up or dress them down. Even if you're in like sweats. It just, like, dresses it up a little bit. Agreed. With the gold hoops and the gold necklaces. Actually, I'm kind of shocked we've all been uh, straight yeses so far. Okay, let's do this next one. This is where it varies. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see. I don't know how to answer this question. Okay, so the next trend is statement patterns. No. No. I'm a no, too. (laughs) Whoa. I'm so shocked that we are all no's. Can I ask you guys a question? Have you guys ever seen me wear a pattern? No, but Kayla, I've seen you wear patterns. Yeah, I do have. Actually, I just got rid of my patterns. They're in a box behind me. (laughs) Really? I was just going to say, like, anyone that follows me on TikTok or Instagram, my most asked question when it comes to the CPC is, well, what do you do about patterns? And I'm like, well, first of all, that's not how they ask it. I mean, that's how their voices sound to me when they ask it, just because so many people ask about patterns. But I just made a video about it literally yesterday. <laughs> but I just personally don't wear it. I'm laughing because that's how you like mock your mom. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I mock literally anybody that's not 
anyone that's not my voice, that's how that's how I imagine their voice. <laughs> and she like goes like this. I did not mean that. <laughs> Free Anna. No bad way. But I don't wear patterns. That doesn't mean it can't work in a CPC, but I just don't like I not even stripes. I don't do patterns really. So listen, all of Brianna's followers quit asking her about patterns. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I actually no a nice little promotion. I just made a video about patterns and posted yesterday. So if you're curious, there is now a TikTok video about it and you can wear them. Okay, so what did you say about them? So when it comes to patterns with like a CPC, I just say like, first thing, if it's like a design pattern, so like think like a seven, like these new 70s trends and patterns and just like big, bold, funky patterns. I just always say like, make sure the main colors of it go with the rest of your color palette closet. Like just if you can hang it in your closet with the rest of your clothes, it doesn't need to have only the colors in your palette but just like it looks in sync with everything else in mm -hmm. there if it's like a pattern like cheetah print or snake skin I have a lot of clients who are like I can't give up cheetah print I can't I love lots of sparkles mm -hmm. and I view that type of pattern as like a separate color so I always say like if cheetah print is your thing make it a ninth color in your pattern or tenth or however many you have but then at the end of the day, this is something that I say about patterns and just like the color palette closet in general. If there is a piece of clothing that you are obsessed over, that you love, would die if you did not have, get it anyways. Even if it doesn't go in your palette, because like the point of the color palette closet is that it's a guide to make things easier. It's not meant to be restrictive in any way. So if you love it and it doesn't fit, quote unquote, in your palette, get it anyway. Like, it's not, it's okay. Right. So that's what I say when it comes, but like, they're not for me. <laughs> they're truly not for me. I agree. I guarantee there's a pattern that could come my way and I'd be like, I would wear that. But it would take me a while to figure out what it was, you know? I feel like it doesn't take me a while. It's kind of like, if I like it, I buy it, which I need to be better about. But I'm not into these retro 70s loud statement pieces that are coming out with like all different colors. No, can't do that. Just can't. Can't get into it. I think it depends. Like there's some that I actually do like that are more of the, not just like your everyday wear, but your like resort wear where say you're going to a a beach and you're like oh I could wear that cabana print or I could wear you know something more tropical but I'm not wearing that every day no right that's a good point well I think that segues really well into the next trend which is actually not fashion related which is retro nails I'm into it no <laughs> Ash, I feel like you got a big one coming. I it's not that I don't like it. It's I just personally wouldn't wear it if that makes sense. That's exactly how I am about the trend. It's like it's so fun. I like seeing everyone's nails on Instagram, but then putting them on myself makes me feel not me. I need like a neutral taupe nail. Kayla, you've done some fun nails though. Yeah, and I would 
honestly, I would still do it. Um, I just don't like the nail salon here anymore. But I was having fun with it because one, I always go to the nail salon and I pick like white, black, or browns, or sometimes red, just depends. But then I, again, going back to what Ash said, I always see people on Instagram. So I decided I was going to do it. And then it became kind of a game because my mom hated it. Mm-hmm. And so I would always send it to her and see like what her response would be. And I told myself I was going to keep doing it and keep like building on her responses and save it on Instagram forever. Um, but I just, I think once I find a better nail salon, I'll get back to it. But it doesn't bug me. The only thing that bugs me and I don't like is adding on acrylics. I had to do that one time to get the kind of um, like the outlines that I wanted. And I just couldn't stand it. I hate not being able to like pick up things or like the tapping on my keyboards or hitting them um, and being a nurse working like it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Like trying to pick up your credit card. Right. How? How? If you're not sliding it to the edge of the table. So majority of the length is my own, but I just wanted them rounded. And in order for them to get rounded, she had to put a tip, just a tip. But to Kayla's point, I love getting my nails done. It's the one thing that I used to do all the time, stopped doing it because I thought, I mean, I was trying to like redistribute my money and just like save money. That was not a priority. But now I'm in a place where like, it's such a joy for me. I love to get it done. But to get those fun nails, you have to get gel to get that design. And to get the shape I want, at least currently, I have to add a tip to my nail. And if I wanted gel, they would have to add like a full acrylic bed to my finger, which I don't want to do. So I just get dip. So they don't actually fill my nail in the way that they would if they were doing like gel on my fingers. But I, but mine are just plain, <laughs> no, no fun designs, which is kind of sad because I think when we talked about our favorite influencers, I don't even know what episode it was in season one, but one of my favorites is Brie Shepard and she has a separate page totally dedicated to nails and it's called Boycott Boring Nails. And I hardly ever actually use any of the photos from there, but I follow it because I love seeing all of the fun designs. So highly recommend. You know what I've been doing because I live in small town Iowa and I don't go get my nails done anymore. First of all, the liquid collagen has made my nails so much stronger. I can like cut myself with my nail. That's how strong it is. I wouldn't do that, but they're thick. Anyway, I just paint my own nails and look, I even painted on my color. I was so bored yesterday and they're long. I'm actually shocked you have that color on your hand right now. They are long. Yeah. And they're real. They're my nails. Yeah, they're really pretty. But you have really, this isn't a sound weird, but you have long nail beds too. Too bad my hands look like 80-year-old man's. See these short stubby things? We can fix that. Yeah, I need your help. (laughs) Skincare guru. Just saying. Okay, next trend. Ooh, I like the next one. Let's, Let's talk about it. Okay, curtain banks. Into it on certain people. I'm into it. I love it. I love it. I want them. I'm about to go get my hair done. Kayla's shaking her head. 
Wait, you think they would look bad on me? No, I'm shaking my head because I'm thinking if I did that on my round face, ew. I had my mom had me in bangs when I was fat and young. And I honestly, I was, I probably have PTSD. (laughs) We should post that photo. No. (laughs) Yeah. What were you going to say, Brianna? Well, because I recently decided to grow my hair out. And honestly, one of the first things that crossed my mind was, I wonder if I could pull off curtain bangs because I've tried bangs in the past and I didn't dislike them, but like full bangs, but like full bangs is a whole nother ball game. They're so hard to maintain. I wanted them like one day out of the week. The rest of the time I hated them, but I've tried to shape my face before and didn't like it. But I think there's a big difference in how I took care of like my hair and myself in general then versus now. So I wonder if it's something I'll actually end up liking on myself. I'm going to consult with Amanda before I do that because she'll straight up tell me yes or no if it would look good. But I love it. Like Melissa Woodhouse, we literally talk about her every episode, but her hair and she just recently got like curtain bangs is so cute. Back to that, to bounce off of curtain bangs. I'm going to throw another one in there. What about the hot roller 70s hairdo? I'm into it. I actually, my mom, the last time I went home, my mom had hot rollers. Nine, I should say 90s hairdo. 90s. Isn't that the 90s? No, that was like 80s. 70s, 80s, I feel like. Well, I wore them when I was little. You put hot rollers in your hair when you were little? And you remember that? You're the oddball out here, Kayla. First of all, this is how people are actually going to know we're old. Yeah. I used to sleep with them. I don't think I ever had hot roller. I don't ever remember hot roller. I do. And I remember burning burning my finger. You guys were high maintenance from a very young age. (laughs) (laughs) We know. I love it. My mom put um, hot rollers down in my room last time I went home. She's like, I didn't know if you wanted these. I've had them for a while. I'm getting rid of them. I'm like, yes. I do. My cousin Elle literally texted me and she said, hey, do you have any of your Iowa gear anymore? I just want something vintage. I was like, I am not that old, nor have I been out of college that long that my gear should be called vintage. Okay, just so you guys know, it has to be like most antique places. It must be 40 to 50 years old to be vintage. Elle, are you listening? You better take back that comment. I'm not vintage. I don't know why this is making me think of this, but what made me think of how old something was to be vintage. So when I was in college, I bought this snakeskin tan coach purse when like they were cool. It was like crossbody. And it's the only purse I saved ever. And now Coach is making a comeback, and I kind of want to get the strap shortened and make it – it's, like, the perfect sizes of those shoulder bags. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, this is, like, truly a 10-year-old bag and hasn't been carried in probably nine years. I was like, I I wonder how old something has to be for it to be vintage. Okay. The next trend, I want to do, like, a rapid fire of – hair accessories and I want to do a rapid fire yes or no okay first one 
headscarves. Yes. 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 Okay. Claw clips. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. All around. Uh, scrunchies. Yes. Yeah. I say yes as well. Statement headbands. No. 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 Uh, bucket hat. No. Yes. I say yes. Oh, 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 she's torn. (laughs) No on me. Okay, the last one. Barrettes. No. No. Okay, but wait. Wait. No. So bad. (laughs) Let me take this back. No for me. Unless I had, and I know my feelings on this individual have been torn in different ways, but Danielle Bernstein has some really cute like barrette like hair clips that she wears like her like vintage chanel ones are very cute no no i'm talking the colored hair clips that like are trending right now alongside all of these 70s 80s 90s trends like all of these influencers are wearing like pink hair clips in their hair like barrette oh no this is where we go back to the class effect these kids are not classy so the next in last section of today's conversation, I'm going to let our moderator and our expert in skincare, Kayla, take the floor. All right, here we go. I'm going to break this question up. So we're going into skincare. So do you believe in investing in your skincare or no? Yes. I'm like, yes and no. Like, yes, but I think investing is a broad term. So yeah, okay. I guess in my mind, financially and routinely investing in your skincare kind of go hand in hand. Because in order to get in a routine of doing something, you're going to have to spend the money to good buy good products that work for you. Right. I guess where I was coming from is my skincare regimen is pretty solidified. And there are some, a lot of the products are products that I've like invested in and are what a lot of people would probably consider to be pricey. Mm -hmm. But there are some pieces of my routine that are repeat products that I use that are not expensive at all. Less than $25, not expensive. Right. I truly want to say they're all under $15. That's what I mean by like, yes and no. And I think each person does it differently. So there's no right or wrong way to start getting into skincare and to figure out what your skincare regimen is like. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little different. I invest into my skincare, but I only have four products that I use, you know, so I'm not buying a ton of different things where I'm just investing, you know, my motto quality over quantity. I just like go after a few things that I know work and then that's all I use. Which I think is normal. I am not normal. Nobody in aesthetics is normal when it comes to skincare, but I think most people like having a moisturizer, a toner or serum, and then a cleanser, like that's all they're going for. But the older we get, the more that's not going to cut it. And I I mean, that's a whole nother tangent that I don't need to go into, but we're all in it. We're all in on investing in skincare. If you were to tell our listeners to invest in one product in their routine, 
would it be a night cream? Would it be a serum? Would it be vitamin C? Like what is the one thing that they can, one place they can start investing? Am I already assuming they have a cleanser and a moisturizer? Yes. Yes. Let's assume they have that. A retinol. It comes in natural forms, which I have used. And there's still two brands that I love that I believe I've talked about before, but um, it comes, so you can get in a natural form where it's not going to be as harsh. You can, you can, you, depending on your skin, you can use it every single day from the get-go, or you can slowly incorporate it by using every other day, depending on your skin type. But why I say that is because we shed like 30 to 40,000 skin cells a day, dead skin cells. So if you're not exfoliating or not using anything to um, stimulate that turnover, your that dead skin is just building up and making your skin dull. If you have acne and it pigments, you're building on that pigmentation. You're if you have you know scarring from um, you know an accident or some people that had chicken pox or um, picking or severe cystic acne you're not doing anything to be proactive about it. And you're not doing anything about being proactive about aging because I have a coworker and she said something just so beautiful about the aging process and wrinkles. And I said, okay, I'm not disagreeing with you. Something is beautiful to be said about it, but like you can age gracefully or you can just age. So retinol. Great recommendation. I just, I just started using retinol. Actually, like a month ago, (laughs) I really have seen a difference. I love the no makeup makeup slash just no makeup look. (laughs) I think that if I were getting super dressed up, I would probably still want to put like a better face on just because it goes with the vibe a little bit. But for my everyday, I either don't wear makeup or I I like throw on mascara, you know? It's super minimal. And I I appreciate people like when you're looking through like, you know, even Instagram or bloggers or whatever, I feel like they've done a really good job at sharing the natural look, which is honestly, I think, prettier sometimes. So all about it. That's interesting that you say that because I clearly need to follow different people because I feel like a majority of the people I follow that aren't into skincare are not confident going out in public without a foundation on. Interesting. It drives me insane, actually, because there's been so many people that I have unfollowed because our thoughts just don't align. And it drives me insane when people are like talking about how they can't go out in public or they forgot to put their makeup on. So they're doing it in the car before they go into Target. And it drives me insane. Yeah. I have nothing against makeup. Like when, like Ash said, when you're going to a wedding or a big event, it's a little different. You do want to, you know, put something on or, you know, have your eyes done. Or And some days it's just fun to do your makeup. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that it's appropriate too sometimes to, to wear makeup, you know? Like, I think sometimes it's like, okay, like, look like you're trying, you know? But <gasps> I'm just dying because it's like, Right when you said that, I'm like, yeah, there's probably instances where I should have tried harder. (laughs) Instead, I put like a tinted moisturizer on and I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, but like if I was like, say we were going out, right? Just like us three, we're going to the bars or something. I'm going to put makeup on. I'm not just going to go like this probably because I don't know. I just wouldn't feel right. But 
I think if I was just going to work tomorrow and I, you know, did my hair and like put my brows in the right place, I wouldn't care that I didn't have any makeup on. So I don't know. Right place, right time. Well, kind of following off of the um, no makeup, makeup, skincare topic is the dramatic eyes, like the 80s vibes that we're getting and then the fun eyeliner. I don't think it's fun, but when they're literally like out, like putting the eyeliner in the crease and then making a wing and then lining the top of their lid. Are you guys into that? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, obviously not. I just think people are going to think we're so boring. Like these old ladies over here wearing their neutral colors and don't want to wear makeup and I'm like so envious of people that can wear like a smoky eye or even like a brown smoky eye or like winged liner because I just cannot because my eyes are the same shape, but my two different colored eyes make them not, they look not the same shape. So when I draw attention to them, such as eyeliner or really heavy, dark eyeshadow, my eyes look like they're different sizes. And then I'm like, pissed because I look funny and I don't want to look that way you don't even need anything on your eyes every time you go somewhere people are like whoa (laughs) I'm trying to buy a bright colored dress for a bachelorette party that I'm going on in June and I just think my taste in this bright colored dress is going to be different than a majority of the girls I'm going on the trip with. And I tried to like fit what I think they would purchase and what would go in and I couldn't do it. You look better when you dress like you want to dress, you know? I truly believe that because when you feel confident in something, that's all that matters. And people notice that, whether you think it or not. I agree. Yeah, you carry that confidence so differently than if you were to be like uncomfortable in a dress that you bought just because you thought you should. Maybe that's the message for this trend episode. Just find ways to embrace the trends or not that make you feel confident. Absolutely. Which we always talk about that when we talk about fashion or whatever it is. Like, just be you, you know? You have to put your own spin on it to make you feel good. So listen, if you love statement patterns, buy statement patterns. If you love barrettes, wear them. If you don't believe in skincare, you can't be my friend. You probably should. (laughs) (laughs) You're out. You're out if you don't believe in that. (laughs) Game over. Well, I think that was a great first episode of season two. We have insanely cool interviews that we're going to be sharing with you guys soon. And that's ton of exciting other things to come, but... We wanted to give you a little taste of just us and what's going on in the trend world because that's why we're here to share with you guys all of that good stuff. So thanks for coming back for another season. Love you. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Oakfully. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we would truly appreciate it if you would take the time to like, rate, and subscribe. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next time on Oakfully.